If you want to stop babysitting and start a preschool instead, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Shanice Rogers was a mom who wanted to stay home with her child, but she also needed to make an income. She had owned an in-home daycare in the past and had spent years babysitting, but she wasn't happy with the work she was doing and she wanted more flexibility with her time and with her family. Listen in to discover how you can stop babysitting and start a preschool too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I am Bethany Johnson, and I'm joined today by Shanice Rogers. How are you doing today, Shanice? I'm doing very good. Awesome. We are so excited to have you on to tell your story today. Let's dive right in, shall we? All right. Let's get a little background of where you were before you decided to start your preschool journey. What was going on? What's your background <laughs> education or, or employment? Yeah. So um, before I started my preschool, uh, mostly I was just like in the beginnings of being a newlywed and had just had my baby. So I was just getting in the rhythm of being a wife and a mom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was my whole thought <laughs> as far okay. as that. Before though, I, I don't have any background in like educational anything. Mm-hmm. I did run my own daycare okay. right out of high school. And it was just something my mom did. And I just enjoyed it when I was little. I liked to participate and help her when she was having her daycare. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I wanted to do something with kids when I got out of high school. So that's what I did. So I did a lot of, I have been a babysitter and a daycare for provider for a long time. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So you have yeah. a long background in childcare. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And you had that going on up until you decided to, to make the change? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So I had it for like two years okay. and then I moved to Tennessee and then everything okay. in my life changed. Okay. So, so I just mostly did babysitting off and on. And then more so when I had my daughter, I did a lot of babysitting mm-hmm. and then I did a lot of volunteering in the preschool room at church. Okay. I think just her growing up has really helped me like, I want to have more kids in my house, but I don't want yeah. to do it all day. <laughs> right, right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So how old is your, your daughter? You have a daughter? Yes. Okay. She's how old five now. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So she's going to be in kindergarten soon? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Getting up there. Okay. So yeah. what made you decide to start a preschool? How did you find this whole program? Well, I was thinking when she was like maybe two-ish. <laughs> I think I was in the process because at that time I was babysitting and I was like, this takes a lot out of me. You yeah. know, it takes a lot. And I knew that we want, we were, my husband and I were talking about homeschooling her. And so I had that on my mind too. And I was like, well, I can't homeschool her and continue watching kids. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for these long hours because I don't feel like doing anything with her right. when they're here and then after they're gone. And uh, so I think just trying to figure out how I was going to homeschool her and make time for it. And then thinking about how much I did not like what I was doing at the time sparked me to be like, I wonder if I can get paid just teaching kids for a couple of hours yeah. and then sending them home. That would knock two things out at one time. Absolutely. And so I researched a lot and I did find some things, but it was mostly just me finding random bloggers and okay. just figuring it out. I don't remember how I stumbled upon Joy, but mm-hmm. I one day did and I was like, she had everything together. So I didn't have to keep going to different places. Right. I was like, yeah, I'll just do this. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yep. She does definitely have it all together. Awesome. Yeah. So when was that? When did you find her? I want to say, ooh, I do not remember because I followed her for, I think, at least a solid year or two before I ever did anything. Okay. <laughs> it's like, is this just, real? Just watching this a little bit. Work? Yeah. Yeah. About? yeah. Yeah. So I know that I fully launched in and then I was starting to have conversations with my husband about getting her preschool in the box. I think I want to say that was like 2017. Okay. And I think I fully jumped in in 2018, 2019 and got the preschool box. Okay. Awesome. And what was the next step after that? Well, after that, it was kind of just a lull. (laughs) I got the box and then I just looked through it and then I was like, maybe not, you know, (laughs) maybe not. It was overwhelming. (laughs) Yes, it was a lot. And then like my husband and I, we were in just a weird spot at the time and we lived in a trailer at oh, that time. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know if I could, yeah, people, lo- they don't care to bring their kids to you right. to babysit them. But if you're trying to do a preschool, it's like you're being more professional. So maybe that wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, just wait. I don't think this is fine. Mm-hmm. But so I stubbornly went forward eventually. And I'm okay. like, I'm just going to try to launch this in here and see what happens. And I got one student. Nice. <laughs> I got one student. We never got to start because her family, they moved at a weird okay. time. They moved and then we moved. We bought a house. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. Well, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so then we got this house and I was like, I can definitely do it in here. I have a mm-hmm. nice room. We turned our dining room into it and I was like, okay, there's no, no, nothing holding me back from doing it now. So mm-hmm. I can fully launch. And that was like last year. <laughs> so, awesome. <laughs> Well, that's exciting. Sometimes you just got to wait for the right time. I can understand it being hard to turn a trailer into a preschool, but then you got your house and, you know, did you walk into that house and you're like, this is the house I can do it in? Was that one of your first thoughts? Yeah. The house was so funny. It was such a wonderful story because the house I, I used to like, and I still do sometimes, I just like going on Google and looking at house listings. Don't we all? Yeah. Looking at the things. <laughs> and so I saw this one one day, and this is when my husband and I were just talking about buying a house, but we weren't really thinking like, let's legit buy a house, you know, because mm-hmm. um, we didn't know where we wanted to go yet. And so I was looking at this house and I was looking, I was like, oh my goodness, this place has like every room we need. Like I could have my preschool in this room. My husband could have his own spot. It's a spot for my daughter. You know, I was like, this mm-hmm. is going to be great. And then I was looking in the mailbox had our last name on it. I was like, oh, it has oh, our name on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was jokingly showing my husband and one thing led to another. And we found out the guy that owns this house 
his uncle is the guy that we talked to to buy it. And he was like, yeah, you can have it. It's my granddaughter's house and she's moving out. So wow, (laughs) that's amazing. Yeah. So we got it. And I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so awesome. It was meant to be. It was. It definitely was. Okay. So that's a great lead up. So now tell us a little bit about what's going on now. Well, now, so I'll have to tell you just because I wanted to share. So I started to, I got everything to do my preschool mm-hmm. and I, we moved right in February. So for us, that's like right when the quarantine hit. Right. And I was like, oh no, I can't start the preschool yet um, locally. Mm-hmm. And so I started trying to think about how I could do it online. If people were doing that how you do that mm-hmm. and then of course joy pops in sure. with her little thing and She's I was like, like hey I got some for you <laughs> yeah and like this time I didn't hesitate I didn't wait I yeah. bought right into it right then and I was so happy that I did and then I was like after going through it I I was still getting stuff done from my local preschool so I was still getting like my my DBA and my licensing all that stuff mm-hmm. and um so I'm not fully licensed yet. We waited okay. on that step, but I did get just a standard business license. Yep. And at that time I was like, oh, do I need one for my online preschool? And, and then I was thinking, oh, I'm trying to do an online preschool and a local preschool. Should I be doing both of them? Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to let go of the local preschool. Like I right. needed my daughter to be able to socialize with kids. And I love being able to be physically with the kid. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me just try it because I don't know when we'll be able to open. And it might mm-hmm. just be a good tool to have to do online teaching. Mm-hmm. So I did it. I got three kids right away. And I did not like it. Oh, no. <laughs> I did the not online. like it at all. No, I didn't yeah. like not knowing if they were going to show up. And then my connection was wonky. Mm-hmm. And I loved delivering the lessons, but I didn't like all the extra that came with it. Like the in-between, not knowing if the parents were going to log their kids on or not. Not knowing if my connection was going to stay. And then I did not like advertising for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did not like it. And I was like, I'm just going to not do that. I'm just going to go full-time local. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And I got, um, right now I have three enrolled. I can legally have four at a time. Without the license? Without the license, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was going to do four classes and just have four kids in those classes. But I am definitely taking my time because it's not what I expected it to be. And I'm not where I expected that I would be as a teacher. So I was like, well, I'm just going to take my time and learn how to teach these mm-hmm. kids. And then just learn what my philosophy for teaching is. Um, so that's where I am right now. I have one kid that comes full time. She comes okay. two days a week and she comes from 7 to 3.30. And then I have the other two. They're my AM kids. So they come from 9 to 11.30. And we've just been mostly having a lot of fun trying to figure each other out and (laughs) figure out what we're going to do with ourselves throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So uh, you decided the online preschool wasn't, wasn't for you. Did any of those kids transfer Are any of those kids, your in-person kids or were they totally different kids? Well, the funny thing is both of the part-timers originally wanted, they came to me wanting the online school. Okay. And I found out that they were local. <laughs> I was like, oh. if you're local, just come. <laughs> I, yeah. would, I would much better be much better for your kids if you come locally. Right. So that's what we did. That's how we ended up doing that. Awesome. Awesome. So how much do you charge for, is it monthly? How much do you charge for your yes. classes? 
I do monthly and I do right now I'm doing 165 for three days a week and I do 110 for two days a week. And Joy did help me to determine to do that because I was going lower than that because Mm -hmm. of where I was. I was like, uh, maybe they don't have enough to pay that or something. Maybe they won't want to pay that price. Mm -hmm. And you know, Joy steered me on the right path. So I, I raised it and surprisingly, they don't care. <laughs> they, yeah. they would still want to come. I do charge a different rate for my all day kids. So I charge 25 a day for, for those guys and just okay. go by day for them. Okay. And so wh- how, what days are you open? Are you open five days a week or three days a week? Right now I'm open. I have to set time Tuesdays, Thursdays. And then every now and then my all day kids, she kind of bops which day she comes. Okay. She might come on a Wednesday as well, or she might come on a Friday as well. And then my, I do have one of the AM kids, their parents were asking if I thought their kid would benefit from more days. And I definitely think he did or mm-hmm. he would. And so they're going to start bringing him all day on Wednesdays. So yeah. Okay. So do you on your like do you have a schedule of an AM and a PM class? I do. And then they just stay for the all day kids stay for both. Yes. The yes. all day kids stay for both and then the AMs will leave at 11:30 and the PMs will leave at uh 2:30. I have not opened the PM classes yet just because most parents were mostly just asking for the AM. I got mm-hmm. a lot of calls actually about it, but not a lot of people showed up. And several people are like calling for summer. So I do have like one kid on, on the list for summer. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. She says the best time to advertise for summer, I think is like April and March or something. Yeah. So you can yeah. parents look early. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And are you going to keep that schedule for summer? Are you going to add more classes yes. or are you going to um, keep that? So for right now, what well, I'm, until I get comfortable with what I'm doing, I know that I definitely want to keep the all day kids and just let them kind of come whatever day is best for the parents. Mm -hmm. And then for the just part-time preschool, I definitely just want to keep that in the AM. So I'll probably open up the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday class and just have it the AMs too, until I get more comfortable in teaching. Yeah, sure. So what are you using Joy's curriculum? I did. I used it originally for the online and then I throw it in ev- um, every now and then when I really didn't properly prepare. Because <laughs> hers is a lot easier to execute on uh-huh. like last minute moments. Yeah. But I've been just kind of bopping around with a lot. So I'm trying to figure out which curriculum that I am enthusiastic about to keep their attention mm-hmm. um, and which one encourages them to like be interested in it, I guess. Right. So I've been doing like Funshine Express mixed with a little bit of Joy's mixed with just a little bit of whatever thing I thought would be cool for them to look at that week. Mm -hmm. Um, And this week I've been, since everybody's been home, I've been like encouraging the parents to help me figure out what they're interested in and what they want to learn about so I can start incorporating their interests more in the curriculum. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's definitely great to get their input. Yeah. I just started this new letter program called Lively Letters, and I mm-hmm. highly recommend it. It has like pictures nice. for each letter and movements, and my kids are like loving it. Nice. I'm super excited about it. I discovered awesome. um, an all about reading program okay. that I was excited to try. I haven't got the program yet, but 
it has a puppet. So I was like, that's probably a good one. <laughs> yeah, puppets are favorites. We love yeah. puppets. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what's your favorite part about running your, your own preschool? Just being with the kids, just being with the kids, being able to see them handle their own problems and okay, good job. That was mine. <laughs> but being able to see them handle their own problems and and discover things for the first time. This is my Isabel. <laughs> Hi, Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just being with them most of the time. And I, I do enjoy the teaching part of it, but I mostly enjoy when we just get together and we do something that everybody's interested in as a group. Mm-hmm. I just love the results of that because everybody's paying attention. Everybody's happy to be there. Yeah, absolutely. And what's one thing that you wished you knew before you started your preschool? It's not that hard. <laughs> it's really not that hard. I wish I didn't like pump myself to think that so often because it's mm-hmm. not that hard. Yeah, I hear that a lot. A lot of women are like, you just do it. Just yeah. get over yourself and do it because once you start, yeah. it's a lot easier than you build it up in your head to be. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So how do you, I know you said you hated the marketing for the online class. <laughs> <laughs> what about for your, for your in-person oh. classes? Is it still a struggle? I understand because marketing is always a struggle. I understand that. Oh gosh. So it does I've get grown. easier, especially I once hope. you get word of mouth. It does I, get easier. Yeah. Yeah. I sincerely hope so. Cause I have grown to enjoy so much creating beautiful ads to mm-hmm. put online. And oh, I do good. like, I like doing that. So I like uh-huh. advertising on uh, Facebook is the only thing that I use because I'm not, not really a social media person. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm doing something, it's either on Google or it's on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so I like creating the ads for that, but I know how good it is to pass out flyers too. And I cannot stand passing out flyers because yeah. I'm the only one doing it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but si- besides that, I don't know. I feel like I, I'm more comfortable with advertising for local preschool than I was for online preschool. Yeah. Yeah. I think Facebook is the biggest tool definitely that I've used. I mean, getting in those mom groups and the child care groups, they've yeah. been like amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Even before, I mean, I started passing out flyers and then the quarantine hit like right after I passed out all my flyers. And I haven't really put up flyers since then. And I've just been using Facebook and it's been been going great. So I think that's probably social media is like a huge tool right now. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So do you have us? What are your future plans? What's your preschool called first? Oh, I see. Brainy Bunch Bunch. Preschool. I see it. Beautiful. (laughs) Okay. So what are your future plans for Brainy Bunch Preschool? Well, I definitely want to grow. So I want to, and I I don't want to have too many kids. I think I wanted to have a max of eight students per class. And I definitely want to be to where I can extend the classes to four classes. So both AM and PM. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I was back and forth against it um, in the beginning, just because I was coming out of daycare. And also I was trying to change my husband's mindset about it as well. And I wanted to just do preschool. But honestly, I have learned that I do enjoy having a longer time with kids. So I do not mind having kids come, you know, all day. I just don't want them to be here at like 530 to um, mm-hmm. 630. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so I do want to be able to um, make my program to where I can include some all day kids, just the same as some half day kids. And then I don't know. 
I definitely want to learn how to build the community in the classroom and with the parents and see what that does and like my actual where I live, like that community. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. It'll get there. It'll get there. Don't worry. Awesome. So how has the preschool all-stars helped you along your journey? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's been such a help. And like, I love it because I was so critical about it at first. I was like, why is she charging me some money to be in this <laughs> Facebook group? <laughs> why do I need to pay this? Uh-huh. And and then I just paid it. And I was like, I'm not even going to use this this much. This is nothing. Like, why did I even buy into this? Mm-hmm. But like, I found that I was on there like every single day, especially in the beginning. I was on there like every single day and I was getting so many nuggets and I was getting so many tips. And if nothing else, just seeing that somebody else was having a struggle and overcoming it mm-hmm. helped me so much. And then the ladies in there, like, they're all so awesome and so helpful and so friendly. And especially when I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I barely get to talk to other humans right. besides my husband and my child. So it was lovely to have that communication with somebody else that was like not them <laughs> and that I could bounce ideas off of. And so it has helped tremendously. And I think it's very much worth paying the monthly fee. It's very valuable. Yeah. Awesome. Agreed. Agreed. I'm on there all the time too. Awesome. So do you have any little nuggets, as you say, for any women who are (laughs) just starting their journey and Uh, wondering if they should embark on this, on the same journey? Anything to say to them? I guess I would say, um, your biggest fight is just going to be yourself. So if you can figure out how to get over yourself, then you're going to be fine, especially if this is something that you meant to do or that you find that you really enjoy to do. The hardest thing is not finding out if you can have this many kids or that many kids or if you should be an LLC or a sole proprietor. None of that stuff even matters. It's just getting over yourself to dig and get those answers and to keep advertising when nobody is calling you and just to keep going even when you don't have any furniture and you only have like a poster and a bookshelf, which is originally what I started with. And I got a kid. A mom was like, she came in here and she saw that I didn't have any chairs for her kid or tables. And she still trusted me to teach her kids. So just get over yourself, figure out how to do that and do that fast and you'll be just fine. Awesome. Words of wisdom, little nuggets from Shanice Rogers. Awesome. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I wish you all the best of luck with your Brandy Bunch preschool. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for joining us. So are you going to be, are you going to be teaching her, homeschooling her for kindergarten? Yes, I will be homeschooling her for kindergarten. And I already started thinking, I was like, should I start a kindergarten program too? (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. I still want to like make sure that she's socialized and like having friends with her along the journey. But yes, we definitely will be homeschooling her for sure. Awesome. Good luck with that. You guys have an awesome weekend. Thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to our Preschool All-Stars podcast. If you're ready to start, run, or grow your preschool, then I have a question for you. Do you want to get mentorship from me, support and friendship from hundreds of moms on the exact same journey as you, and step-by-step training and done-for-you files to help you on every step of your preschool journey? 
If so, then I invite you to join Preschool All-Stars, our exclusive membership community. Hurry over to joyanderson.com and click on the Preschool All-Stars graphic to learn more about it today. Again, go to joyanderson.com. Until next time, keep serving, keep teaching, and keep growing. We'll talk to you soon.